You're listening to 7-Minute Stories with Aaron Califato. This is Season 3. My daughter recently asked me if she could have a pet frog. And when she did, I felt absolutely terrified. You're probably wondering, why do you feel terrified about a frog, about a pet frog? Well, it triggered a memory, actually, of something that happened to me when I was younger that I haven't told many people about, and I'm 100% dead serious. I'm very embarrassed about this. So that's why I haven't told a lot of people, but I'm going to tell you today. So when I was about 12, 13, 14, somewhere in that range, my mom, my brother, and I moved out to the township area outside of our city. The township's rural compared to where we grew up in the suburbs. You know, the suburbs, it was just housing development after housing development and the ice cream truck. What a a song, by the way. Had the ice cream truck, had the corner store, all that good stuff. Well, in the township... Even if we were just a few miles away, it was just really like it was a house and then like half a mile, then another house, then two miles and another house. And there were these endless woods in our backyard. Beautiful to look at, but sort of scary. You felt isolated. And my neighbor and I, we would go hiking in these woods from the morning until dusk, and we wouldn't see anything that resembled a city or a a suburb. Like we went as far back as we could and we never reached the end. And I thought to myself, even at that time, like, when does this end? Sort of felt like this endless adventure. And so that's what we did all summer is hike in these woods. Now, we were also carrying around fake swords and, and like homemade bow and arrows. And I'm going to tell you why. Because my neighbor got me into this game called Dungeon and Dragons. Now, I know that there's probably some judgment happening right now for many of you listening. So hold off the judge. Hold off the judgment. It's a great game. I remember he introduced me to it. It's a role-playing game. You can formulate adventures. You can be the one leading the adventures as a dungeon master. You can be the player, part of the adventures. But it's all about storytelling and expanding your imagination. Storytelling with me. Who would have thought, right? So I love that. And then we kind of like, it's not like cosplay or like we weren't dressing up. But we just had, you know, weapons. We thought like, well, what if we're in the woods and we encounter a mage? Or a dwarf, or a ranger, or an elven, evil ranger. I don't know. We, you know, we were just kids. But we'd go back there, and we would use the bow and arrow and, like, try to hit trees with it, and we would climb the cliffs. And there was this giant creek back there that we would go into the creek. My God, I'm thinking about how dirty this creek was. But it was, like, an amazing time. This went on for a couple of years. And then one year, my neighbor brought a BB gun with him. And I was a little uncomfortable because my mom was anti-gun. She didn't let me have toy guns. She didn't let me watch G.I. Joe. She didn't let me watch or engage in any media or programming that glorified war or violence in, in that regard, especially modern warfare. So it was just the sort of the culture and the, and the vibe that I grew up in. So I was a little bit uncomfortable with it, but then I started getting more curious about the BB gun. And over the days and weeks and months, we would share it going back and forth. And it would start off where we would just start shooting at trees in the distance. Then we would make targets on the trees. 
then we'd shoot at leaves. And then it moved to like, all right, let's actually start shooting at some of these fish that kind of pop up in the creek because there'd be these freshwater fish that would, that would come up to the surface. And we thought like, yeah, on our adventures, we need to forage for food and, and hunt and eat the fish. And so we started shooting the BBs at these fish. Of course, we're missing. And by the way, I was a terrible shot because I wasn't practiced. It may have been culturally acceptable out there with the kids living out there, but I just didn't grow up with that. So I'm missing the leaves. I'm missing the trees. I'm missing the target. We start putting up cans. I'm missing the cans. I'm missing the fish. And I got really frustrated about that. And I don't know if that was the exact reason, but I was feeling that frustration. And whatever was happening in me subconsciously on this one day, I'm standing in the creek, I'm feeling frustrated, I'm missing targets, and out of the corner of my eye, I see this frog, it was like a bullfrog, just sitting there, like, helpless. Just a frog. And I turn around, and I point the BB gun, and I shoot this frog. And I hit him right between the eyes. Of course, first hit of the day of my life. And I knew as soon as I did it, I would regret it for the rest of my life. And I have. I'm 39 years old. I'm still thinking about this, still having nightmares about this. That night I got home, I cried so hard. It wasn't the kind of cry where you're like weeping. It was like crying so hard you can't catch your breath. And you feel like the blood vessels in the back of your eyes are about to pop. I was so shaken by this at that time and even now. Like, I can't understand why I did that because I knew even then who I was, like my true self. I knew how I was raised. I knew what I felt was the way I should be living and what was the right thing to do and the way I wanted to be as a person. But for some reason, that day, that moment, for some reason, I crossed into a darkness, a threshold that made me feel disgusting. And it's been a, an incredible teaching moment for me. And to be honest with you, I mean, this might sound silly to many of you. I, like, I've been trying to seek redemption ever since because it matters. So now, present day, my daughter asked me to have a pet frog. Well, maybe this is my opportunity. A moment of redemption where I can make this frog's life the greatest quality of life that any frog, anywhere in the history of frogs, has ever lived. Seven Minute Stories is created and performed by Aaron Califato. Our senior audio engineer is Ken Went. Our resident artist is Pete Whitehead. Original music by TJ Duke. If you or your company needs help starting a podcast, Aaron and Ken's company, Valley View, does just that. Reach out to them at valleyview.fm. Special thanks to our partners at Evergreen Podcasts, and I'm Corey Burse. Make sure to tune in next week for another story.